0: welcome back everyone this is the everyday christian where we take a practical approach to studying the bible my name is vincent saramelli and you can find me on facebook instagram vincent saramelli or you can reach out to me via email it's everydaychristian917 at gmail.com before we get started here i was inspired earlier in the day to add a message to this podcast and the message is Remember, God loves you. He loves you. He wants you to know that he loves you, and he wants to get to know you. So don't forget to take the time to talk with God. So today we're going to be reading out of Proverbs chapter 5, and it's a topic that doesn't always come up in Christian talk, but it's one that needs to be talked about, and that's uh, adultery. So I'm going to start from, it's a short chapter, so I'm just going to go ahead and read from chapter one, and then I'll talk about the two sections that really stood out to me. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Turn your ear to my words of insight, that you may maintain discretion, and your lips may preserve knowledge. For the lips of the adulterous woman drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as gall, sharp as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. She gives no thought to the way of life. Her paths wander aimlessly, but she does not know it. Then, my sons, listen to me. Do not turn aside from what I say. Keep to a path far from her. Do not go near the door of her house, lest you lose your honor to others and your dignity to one who is cruel. Lest strangers feast on your wealth and your toil enrich the house of another. At the end of your life you will groan. When your flesh and body are spent, you will say, How I hated discipline! How my heart spurned correction! I would not obey my teachers or turn my ear to my instructors, and I was soon in a serious trouble in the assembly of God's people. Drink water from your own cistern, running water from your own well. Should your springs overflow in the streets, your streams of water in the public squares, let them be yours alone, never to be shared with strangers. May your fountain be blessed, and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth. A loving doe, a graceful deer, may her breast satisfy you always. May you ever be intoxicated with her love. Why, my son, be intoxicated with another man's wife? Why embrace the bosom of a wayward woman? For your ways are in full view of the Lord, and he examines all your paths. The evil deeds of the wicked ensnare them. The cords of their sins hold them fast. For lack of discipline they will die led astray by their own great folly so for me there were two main messages today circling around one bigger idea the first one is stay away from adulterous women and if you're a woman listening to this you can also read that as stay away from an adulterous man and then the second message is enjoy your wife or your spouse so if i look back at sections Verses 3 to 10, it's talking about the adulterous woman. For the lips of the adulterous woman drip with honey, and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as gall, sharp as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. This is this is, uh, this is basically a litany of things that's saying, hey, it seems like a good idea, but she's really death. And if you fall temptation to adultery, you're going to lose all your honor, all your dignity, and all the work you've achieved in your life. So my takeaway from that is just remove temptation whenever possible. Do not be alone with another woman. I don't let myself be alone with another woman. If uh, if it's a work environment, I always make sure there's at least one other person, whether it's a, a male or female, in the room with me if I have a meeting. Never one-on-one. Um, if it's in text messages, my wife gets a little irritated sometimes, but I include her on texts. I'll do group texts to women in... Uh, who I need to get in touch with for something related to a kids function. So, removing temptation wherever possible. Don't be alone with another woman, and uh, reduce the opportunity for temptation. Right? We all know you can you can evaluate a situation as it comes and go. That's probably going to tempt me. When that happens, take a take a five second breather, step back, and just say, "I'm going to remove remove myself from this temptation." That's what I do. Now, the second section I like is verses 15 to 20, and I'm just going to go ahead and reread them. Drink water from your own cistern, running water from your own well. Should your springs overflow in the streets, your streams of water in the public squares, let them be yours alone, never to be shared with strangers. May your fountain be blessed, and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving doe, a graceful deer. May her breast satisfy you always, may you ever be intoxicated with her love. Why my son be intoxicated with another man's wife? Why embrace the bosom of a wayward woman? So I like this because it's basically saying, enjoy your wife. This, this first verse, drink water from your own cistern. Your own cistern is your own marriage. Should your springs overflow in the streets? If you guys are having a great time as a married couple, don't let anyone else get in there. And keep focusing on your wife. Keep focusing on her beauty and work to court her. If you focus on your wife, she will be your only desire and reduce your temptation. And it's what God wants for you. You guys got married. You're in love. You're doing something and professing your love under under God. He's going to bless that as long as you keep focusing on that. So wrapping up, that's the two takeaways I got from this, which is stay away from adulterous women. You know, so for me, I remove temptation whenever possible. I include my wife. I don't be alone in a room with a different woman. I don't text uh, another woman on my own. It's always in a group text with my wife there. I'm reducing opportunity whenever I can for temptation. And um, I'm also keeping myself accountable to my wife. When I'm feeling tempted, I confess it to my wife. I let her know what was tempting me in that day. So you got to keep yourself accountable to your spouse. Um, And then the second part of the message is enjoy your wife. Focus on your wife. Focus on her beauty. Focus on courting her and keeping that excitement and love alive. And God will bless your fountain. And uh, you guys will have a great time together. And if you focus on your wife, she will become your only desire. And you'll have an easier time avoiding temptation. With that, I'd like to wrap up with a prayer. Jesus, thank you for all the blessings in my life. Thank you for warning me against temptation and warning me against adulterous women and adulterous behavior. Thank you for reminding me of my wife and how awesome she is. And thanks for the wisdom and direction you give me in all things I do. In your name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. Again, this was Proverbs 5, and I will talk to you all later.